You are listening to the Transmutations Podcast. Today's topic, we will be discussing... Trust, love, and compromise. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to Transmutations Podcast. Transmutation is the action of changing or the state of being changed into another form. Change is a law of life because we never stop evolving. So let's talk about it. You are tuned in with Prophetic Ninja and Purity. Hey. As we transmute negative energy into positive energy by taking a deeper look at love, lifestyles, relationships, society, culture, and more. So join us live. And we live right now. Yes, we are. So trust, love, compromise. Oof, all the ingredients to a lovely, lovely, lovely relationship. And a healthy one. A good, healthy one. At least that's what they say. That is what they say. You know, a lot of people talk about communication, too. But I feel like communication is good, but it's shit without comprehension. So That's true. Yeah. If you can't comprehend what somebody's putting out, then you ain't getting shit. Exactly. You ain't getting nothing. So there has to be something that creates the bridge between someone communicating something and someone receiving something. And to me, that bridge is often trust, love, and compromise. Very true. So... You know, it's interesting because there are people out there that say that trust doesn't exist. Who I mean, I've just heard that in circles. So I don't I don't know if I agree with that, but I do know that trust has a lot to do with fear. And when you fear, when you have fear, I guess it can stop you from developing trust and it gets in the way of things. I find that to be general fear too. It don't even really got to do with anyone you particularly are with or anyone that might have did something legitimately for you to not really trust them or to be fearful of an action, but generally a fear of like one's individual self not being able to um, actually follow through with, you know, what oneself sees as important or not being able to accomplish goals, procrastination. Um, Fear plays a really big part. Yeah, I was going to say, like, um, accomplishing things. Like, when you have fear in the way, it kind of drives you. And it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy, um, fear is. And so um, it is interesting that I have heard the statement of trust being something that doesn't exist because 
you know, it's really the thing of fear. So if you could get beyond fear, um, trust kind of just is naturally setting in. And um, it kind of, you know, lets you get to that point of just accomplishing things. So, yeah. I think truth or... I think trust comes in many different forms too. I well, think what kind of forms? What do you what do you think? Well, for me, I feel like trust comes in like primarily like two different forms. You have spiritual trust and then you have your conscious attention trust. So your conscious attention trust is like, oh, I'm gonna be vulnerable, I'm going to consciously put myself in a position where I'm going to allow, I'm going to trust someone to do an action, I'm going to trust someone to um, fulfill something for me, like whether it be in a business relationship, whether it be in a romantic relationship or something like that, I'm going to trust someone to do something with me or do something for me which would bring some pleasure to me or bring some fulfillment to my life. Mm. And then there's spiritual trust. And spiritual trust, so conscious trust, we have a lot of control and power over. Mm. Spiritual trust is the trust that a lot of us get upset over. Spiritual trust is the, the trust that people stay in abusive relationships because of. Mm. spiritual trust is something that we don't consciously control it's just that feeling of love it's that feeling of conformality it's that feeling that once you understand or once you maybe accept who someone is that's when spiritual trust comes into play so would you say that spiritual trust is not something that you necessarily choose? It's kind of a, a subconscious thing kind of ingrained within you based on the relationship you have with the other person? or Yes, I would. Okay. Yes, I would. I think spiritual trust um, has a lot to do with um, not being in control of it. Um, it's just how we feel about someone, mm. whether it be loving or liking if you're in a place where you can actually, you know, love someone, where you can actually like someone to that certain level, yeah, it's it just comes. Mm. Okay, so that kind of leads us into our next topic of love. So, um, you know, I've seen people define love in two different ways. There's like this straight up uh, scientific version of you know being that your body receives this chemical cocktail of hormones or uh different um what do you call those uh Uh, dopamine yeah dopamine serotonin serotonin, yeah these these chemicals that your brain produces and that is where love play comes into play or you know, on the opposite side, there is the emotions, the feelings, the, the um, you know, just just the energy and things like that. So it's kind of on the spiritual side. 
Um, and I don't think that either one is all the way right. I think it's kind of a, max, a mixture of the two. Um, there's obviously the chemical, but then like the uh, energetic spiritual side because, you know, as human beings, I do feel like we pick up other people's energy. And I don't think that that's like a, a brain thing. Like, you know, that is definitely spirit. And I do feel like, you know, with science and everything like that, there is some validity to it. But I also think there is some validity to the spirit world as well. So how do you feel about that? I think the I think the brain facilitates the spirit world. Mm. I think that uh, I think as humans and you know the way we process the world, um, I don't. I think that science and logic has a campaign to make it seem as though the world communicates itself through linear reasoning and through linear experiences, but that's just not the truth. We, we have um, multiple variables always interacting with ourselves at all given time. So I'm, I guess this would be a good point in our podcast to kind of have some, some grounding in what we mean by spiritual. I think by spiritual, at least for me, my definition is things that are out are metaphysical things that are metaphysicals mm-hmm. um mystical um and what we call metaphysical what in the in primarily this is a <laughs> this is a united states american western podcast so what what we call mystical what we call spiritual what we call um um, what they what they would say I've heard it referred Eastern, to as maybe a spookism, spookism, <laughs> spookism, voodoo, <laughs> voodoo, you know, like whatever it is. We're talking about things that are unseen, things that aren't necessarily very, very well explained by logical reasoning. Right, some things that you can't see, but you definitely feel them. And at the end of the day, you know, with this podcast, we want to include all experiences of human relations, not just relegating or using reductionism to only talk about what we can like really just talk about. Or relate to. Yeah, we want to be very open. Yeah, we want to talk about we want to at least attempt to talk about things that maybe are harder to talk about or um you know, we might not have the best words for it, but we can always come back to later. Right. And that's that's really the point of this podcast is to um, just be able to touch on as many topics as we can, even if, like, we're not the best and, or well-suited to do so, which is where you, the listeners, play a huge part in. Um, yeah. Like, I think my first question for the listeners would be, what do you think trust is? Um, do you separate? Is trust just a singular entity for you, or do you splice it into parts? Um, please let us know what you think about what trust is. Um, that would be really cool. And is there a difference uh, regarding trust with a intimate partner, 
Uh, do you have a different type of trust with a family member, uh, friends, coworkers? Are there different levels and different types of trust? Or is trust there? just trust? Yeah. Yeah, or is trust just trust? It's really interesting. I'm, I'm really interested to know what you guys feel and think about that. And the same thing with love. Like, you know, we are currently um, exploring the different levels of love. Um, and, you know, one thing that <laughs> I'm like so, <laughs> I'm so big into this. Like, if I connect with someone energetically, like, I'll be the first person to be like, oh, my God, I love him. Like, Boom. or I love her or whatever, which which was really cool. Like when we went to the when we went to Cracker Barrel today, like I love that guy's energy. Our hostess, like he yeah. was freaking great. Like oh I love him. <laughs> this hostess, man. Like you know, we've been in uh, we've been in Vancouver, uh, Washington for Portland. you know we've been in Portland, Oregon, right on the coast of Vancouver for at least the last seven days. And they have this Cracker Barrel. They have this uh, kind of this mall center. And uh, this guy, man, he just lights up a room, you know? Yeah. It's so crazy because he's outside, so he just lights up the, the, <laughs> the whole outside solar system. You know? Right. He's in, compar- he's in, he's in uh, what do you call it? He's in competition with the sun. <laughs> 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 I'm done. I'm done with myself right now. <laughs> He's in competition with the sun. You know, he obviously remembered us, you know. Yeah. He's just like, man, what's up, kids? Because we were riding on our bicycles. Yeah, it was fun. And um, he's just like, yo, what's up, kids? Just like, man, we trying to get these pork chops. Because I don't know if y'all know, but Cracker Barrel only does pork chops on Saturdays. <laughs> um, and I was I'm trying. Done. Like, I had been eyeing pork chop dinner since like last Sunday so yeah cause we were a day late behind on it but um okay so back to our topic like mm-hmm. that's that's what I mean like there are different levels of love and you know um there's romantic love or just recognizing someone else's energy and like i said i'm i'm the one that's always like oh my god i love this person and you know that's like i really mean it i mean it when i say it and um but you know it's not the same as romantic love or like love that you have for like your mom yeah, I really want to know what y'all's definition of love is. I mean, you, this is this is a question. This is an age old question that you can ask a, a Hindu, a Buddhist, a Taoist, a Christian, a Muslim. Um, you know, and you'll get all different answers. You know, what is love? You know, how does that manifest? Is it a noun? Is it a verb? Is it an adjective? You know, I really want to know what, what y'all think. I kind of I kind of lean on the on the fact that it's it's a verb. Like you can say all you want how much you love someone, but it really shows in your actions. Like I and I think that that's how we as human beings perceive love. We perceive love 
from the action of our partners and you know it doesn't matter if our partner says that they love us if they are not demonstrating that love then we won't feel that love well what does it mean to love from a distance huh? Well, blow my mind, man. Okay. I think, you know, I don't know. I just want to know what you think. I really feel like loving from a distance is, is, it has a lot to do with loving yourself more than it is the other person. Because when you love someone from a distance, like, you're taking the opportunity to preserve your own energy and your own, you know, and, and control your space. So you don't think that love has anything to do with the other person? I don't because <laughs> you just hate them. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not that. It's just like you obviously you have chosen to love that person from a distance because it may be too painful or too it's too something to love them up close and personal. So you kind of got to love them from a distance and you're making that decision to kind of preserve your own energy. So there's a little okay. bit of there's a little bit of selfishness on loving someone from a distance. So Okay. That's kind of how I feel about it. But a little you know. selfishness. So Okay, so you don't think love and selfishness can exist together? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like you know, when it when it comes, like, because typically when we talk about the subject of love, it has everything to do with our infatuation with someone else. Or not, not even def- infatuation, but also it could be like our devotion or our passion towards someone else. Where with loving someone from distance kind of involves you. <laughs> like, there's this particular selfishness that has to go that has to deal with that. I think this is a really interesting conversation because love is such an integral thing to culture and society. And I think we're really, we're in a very interesting time right now where self-love is paramount. I mean, we're in, you know, May of 2021, the age of, you know, toxicity the age of self-love, the age of um, protecting your energy. <laughs> yeah, how many people are saying that? Like, oh, my God. that If that's not a hashtag, it need to be. <laughs> it, I, I'm sure it is. Um, Protect you know, your energy. The age of positivity, um, the age of liberalism. I mean, there's just so much, right? And, you know, all these things are love, though. Mm. You know, all, all these things, you know, and depending on which which side you have the spotlight on, it doesn't really take away that it's that it's love or, or at least I don't I don't think it does. Um, you know, loving from so- someone from a distance for me, um, you know, I I I always thought of it as. Yes, I'm protecting my energy but I'm also holding space for this person in my life in the sense of I might not be able to do everything that I could do with them, like with another person, or I might not be able to have them around me for extended periods of time. 
but this person still holds a place, right? Like this player, this person still, um, you know, if they're sick, I'll be there. If they're right. hurt, I'll be there. Which is um, a lot more than a, than a stranger could um, claim for me, right? Yeah. So, or even like a distant friend. No, I get that because, you know, you're kind of reserving a spot for them, but not giving so much of yourself where you wear yourself thin. Right. So, yeah. That may, so, I mean, it's kind of twofold. That's why I say, you know, there's that element of selfishness. But then also, you know, that, that other person is important as well within that dynamic. Yeah, there's this, there's this idea of balance. And, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if we've really hit the, the, the point in balance socially. <laughs> uh, we've, we've definitely hear a lot of fights like with men women um, boys girls um you know that i'm not sure when is that when is that gonna end you know the fight between feminism and masculinity masculinity and all different types of things which is definitely a great topic for other podcasts um i think for love for me um love Love for me is, I know this is going to sound super corny, but it's that, like, undescribable God factor in life. Mm. Like, love is so much, it's it's so crazy because it can be all the shallow things we talk about it being, like, self-love and doing things for people and, um, you know, being an adjective with, like, oh, you see, like, the loving his or her eyes, and, mm-hmm. you know, the starry feeling, the honeymoon phase. It, it can encompass all that and still be so much more. Exactly. And, and, you know, and I think that's the beautiful thing about love. It's, it's literally what binds us together. It's what tears us apart. <laughs> like, how can you do both, it's, right? Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's just that God factor in life where it's just like, Yo, I did this because like I love this person, and and sometimes it's not really understood, um, and but I, I think it's it's definitely more than just positivity. Um, oh I, hell I yeah! There's so so much negative shit to love. Oh my god. Well, I, I mean, just just in the idea that you know, just because you love someone, that doesn't mean you just tell them everything they want to hear. Right. Or or because you love someone, it doesn't mean you just tell them all good things. Actually, right. sometimes if you love someone, it might be completely appropriate to, you know, tell them things they might not want to hear, right? <laughs> like, right. Like, nigga, because, you suck. <laughs> right. Or, <laughs> or, hey, like, don't do this. Like, it's going to hurt you. Like, you shouldn't be drinking every day. Right. Like, I want you to live past 60. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, there's... There's things about love that are just so um, anti-black and white, anti-logic, that mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people just don't want to touch on it. Well, that's the thing about love, too, because, like, sometimes when dealing in love, like, all logic just goes out the fucking window. Like, you, and, and they talk about it, like, they have that statement, like, you know, head over heels. Like, if you really think about, like, what that means, 
Like, <laughs> like your head is up in the clouds. Like, you have no sense of logic, no sense whatsoever. You're just lost in love. And, like, that could be a very scary place to be sometimes because, like, you know, you're making your whole life, your whole life kind of revolves around that person that you're in love with. Well, how would you describe your love, like, in this relationship? Oh, I love this relationship. <laughs> I said describe your love in this relationship. Um, I mean, relationship. I, I think that, you know, my love in this relationship, I try to, I try to be as balanced as I can be. Um, you know, I really try to be as balanced as I can be. And, like, you know, we've... We've gone through some things that have been very sobering, um, <laughs> which takes takes me definitely um, out from being out of the clouds. Cause you know, like you know, I'm like a hopeless romantic, so like uh, I'm I'm brought back to reality quite often, um, but in the best of ways because you know it's good to have that balance and, and live within within the reality of things to live in the reality of things you know it's 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 really good but then you know i also find ourselves like you know they they always say that you never relive the honeymoon phase and i don't think that that's necessarily true because we always wind up back in that space you and i so um what was the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you describe your trust in this relationship? Trust. You know, I'm working on the trust thing. I do have a lot of trust for you. Is it, would you say it's like conscious trust or how would you describe it? Um, well, innately from the beginning, I've had, uh, what was the second? What was the second way you described? I've had tons of spiritual trust with you. Like that's, that's not really a thing. What I'm working on right now is the conscious trust. Like, and I know that. So it's kind of a conflict between spiritual trust and conscious trust because I know that I have the spiritual trust, um, and because I know that that's established. I just have to, it's kind of like knowing something and then working around to, to that point, you know, if that makes sense. Like, for instance, just, um, just adapting, like catching up to speed. So I know I have the, the spiritual trust, like that's been there innately from the beginning and so now i just have to catch up and get on the same page with the conscious trust so and there you know there are factors outside of our relationship that are kind of affecting that or have affected that and i mean that's okay i'm i'm working through it and you know that that's that's what i can do and i'm confident in the spiritual trust that my conscious trust will get to that level that it needs to be. If that makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. So. That makes sense. Yeah. 
um, I think for our relationship, like, um, me and uh, Purity have had some uh, some ups and downs. Um, but I would say I have a very, very large amount of spiritual trust in this relationship. Um, and sometimes my conscious trust has had to override or be in the place of my spiritual trust, especially when I was hurt or in places of where I was just like very feeling very insecure or things like that. Um, my conscious trust kind of had to like fill in the blanks for me a little bit. Um, but in general, I, I trust you a lot. And, you know, I think that's why we've been able to build the life that we've been able to build. Um, whether it be between the level of trust that I have for you, um, ultimately it's the level of trust that we have for each other. Yeah, there's a lot of trust happening between us. Um, because even, even if we're still working on that. Yeah, that trust. but I mean, when I, even though like we're working on the trust that we have between each other, like there's an a mount a monumental <laughs> amount of trust between us. I would say, and I I feel like you know we started that um so long ago like very early and it's because we started that very early and established the levels of trust that we did um it kind of just made room and kind of set the bar for building more trust between did, each it other did, didn't make the room um i think you know when me and parody <laughs> first got into um our relationship together um you know, we did things that maybe, like, some couples would think would be, like, too fast. You know, we didn't co-mingle, like, finances entirely, but we did do things that were, like, okay, we're gonna, you know, put ourselves in the situation where we're trusting on each other to do this um, minuscule financial task. And, you know, through that experience, I was able to see how she handles money through that experience she was able to see how i handle money and you know even with little things like that you know we were able to establish trust which i think at this stage in our life has definitely come to manifest and um we've been able to with those seeds we planted we we've been able to like harvest a lot um from that even financially i mean not only financially but in other areas as well well, that was the thing. I was like, can I really trust him? Let's see. <laughs> you know, I, I think it definitely goes to show that we probably, you know, for people who are listening to this podcast that are like a little more conservative minded, we're probably just completely out of your spectrum because <laughs> we have personalities. We're just where we have a lot of fuck it in our personalities. Yeah, um, that's very true. Thank you for tuning in to the Transmutations podcast. Uh, we hope you had just as great of a time listening as we have had just talking about the topic. Uh, and remember, you have the power to transmute negative energy into positive energy 
by simply deciding to change it. An alchemist is one who transforms everything with love. So turn suffering into consciousness, despair into enlightenment, and weakness into awareness through self-love and acknowledgement. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.